I'm Ashley. I'm Valencia. And we're self-misguided. So today is going to be a fun one that we've accidentally already turned serious. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about our friendship red flags, but in a very unserious manner. And if you hear any background noise, it's because the window's open for the cat and she looks so happy that I cannot bear to shut it. <laughs> You're a good cat mom. <sighs> and dog mom. And mom mom. My dog mom. My dog mom skills failed today. So in our last episode, we mentioned we have a new, I got a new neighbor and I met her. So pretty. She's so pretty. It's so funny because Val just met my other neighbor and we were talking about it. The first thing she said was, she is a pretty girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I met her... I was going to do, like, the nice neighbor thing and bake cookies. Samson had other plans and launched out the front door, ran straight over. I was like, well, I'm not waiting to meet you any longer. <laughs> I'm, like, the worst behaved dog. I'm just glad my dog doesn't make me do that because that's how different we are. I don't care to meet my neighbors. Alan does, though. He makes me talk to them. Stop comparing Alan and I. <laughs> Can we ever start an episode where his name doesn't pop up in the first I was like, we did make seconds. it past the first minute, <laughs> so at least we didn't launch into this one dogging on him. See, I'm mean enough to Ryan in person. <laughs> That's your problem. <laughs> I just know he's like, stop. <laughs> so yeah, Samson, uh, Samson met our neighbor, and then tonight I went out to grab my notebook out of the car, and he sees Kathy, which is our other neighbor. Can't wait to see her. Kathy's his secret. So. He's on my last nerve, so we might as well make the cat happy today. <laughs> not everyone can be happy all at the same time. No, and it's not my day either. <laughs> I feel like It's mine! <laughs> I bet it is. Which we will talk about in a later episode as to why you're happy. No spoilers. Aw. I just want to get her reaction at the same time. Yeah, you're right. Um... Nope, work has been fun, but like really draining. Um, so I'm a little, I'm a little less than energetic compared to what I normally am. I'm so tired. So we're going to be discussing our non-serious red flags, and my friends who listen to this, you may feel targeted in some way, and that's because I wrote your name down and then wrote down your red flags. So that's my list. <laughs> the fact that you sat down and thought of all your friends and like, all right, what can I write about them? I love that. <laughs> I was sitting there like, ooh, how mean should I be? <laughs> I have some like generic ones, but like Cassie, you'll be targeted. Danielle, you'll be targeted. Maisie, you will be targeted. And Valencia, you'll also be targeted. <laughs> I targeted myself on mine, so... I have so... I would, I, see, I'm going to wait for you to list mine, because I have so many on myself, and I don't want to, like, steal any of your thunder, because being the more chatty one, we know I would. <laughs> the worst! So, this kind of came about because, like, we sit there and, like, make these jokes all the time about each other, and we're like, this would be so funny, and... We're really funny, so... <laughs> but a problem. We're going to probably say some of these, and they're just going to be like, what? When Alan listened to our last catch-up uh, catch episode, where we like literally spent the first two and a half minutes just like calling him a narc, <laughs> he texted me the morning he was listening to it, and he goes, bold of you to assume I'd ever report anything. And all I could respond was, I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even tell me that. That's all I could say. That's hilarious. Uh, all right, you want to start? <laughs> We'll just start this off with a bang. Yeah. Tapes her mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Never stops talking. That's tapes her mouth shut. <laughs> I reduced it because it was tapes her mouth shut but doesn't stop talking during the day. Um, so funny. Your red flag is that you don't like fruity flavored treats. <laughs> Won't drink wine. Doesn't like the taste Ugh. of alcohol. Peach margaritas. Mango yeah. margaritas. All out. No, thank Who you. Who doesn't like peach flavored things? I love peaches. You. I'll eat regular peaches. But <laughs> any... Peach flavor? No thanks. That's what Theodore had for dinner, was peaches and cheese. <laughs> That's well-rounded. Mom of the year. <laughs> oh, don't even ask me what my kids are eating lately. It's honestly embarrassing. Jill, I no know red dyes, though, I'll tell you. He was with Jill today, so I knew breakfast and lunch were spot on. I, I got there, she had oatmeal ready, so, with applesauce in it, and... <laughs> 
Nice. He will not... Have I told you that? He... If he knows he's going to Jill's, like, we're getting ready and he's not in his playpen, he won't eat for us. He won't take a bottle. He won't eat food. He waits. And then at the second he gets there, he starts yelling at her for food. He wants Go-Go's food. Exactly. He doesn't... He's like, I don't eat breakfast with you. I want to eat breakfast with my Go-Go. Save your grocery money. Just make him <laughs> eat there. Right. <laughs> we spent all weekend with her, so he was, like, so happy. Uh, so, yeah. What else do you have? Uh, needs therapy, but uses you instead. <laughs> the blind... <laughs> My red flag is thinks I qualify as a therapist. <laughs> uh, one of uh, Cassie's red flags is that she makes the best chicken Alfredo, but decided to move two hours <laughs> away from me. That's so rude. It's it's so rude. Does she send you pictures every time she makes it? No. She did offer to freeze me, so, like, freeze Ooh. some and bring it for me. That'd be cool. And I don't know what it is about her chicken Alfredo, because, like, she explained to me how she makes it. I do the same thing. But I think it's just because it's made with love. No, for sure. Everything like that, like, there's even things Alan will make. I can't even make the it's same. Like this, it's, like, so simple, but it's, like, one of my comfort foods. Cassie's chicken Alfredo. Um. <laughs> Sounds like a road trip needing to happen right there. Yeah, well, the last time I did that, when her, I like where she lives, it's like kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but there's like a lot of like places for the kids to play, and it's just so low-key. Um, I really want her to move back, though. We literally, we hung out every single day for like the longest time, and then she moved away mm. for the second time. Like, she hasn't learned her lesson. <laughs> She's my best friend. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> That's not allowed here. Um, what's your next one? Does drastic things and ask for your advice <laughs> after? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's something I do. Oh. <laughs> My thing is, I just don't ask for people's advice. It's like the red flag of ask for your advice always does the opposite. Oh my. <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> I think everyone knows someone like that. Uh, I feel like everyone is like that. Yeah. It's, it's like being motivated by, it's like the kind of the same gene that like, I'm motivated by spite. Mm-hmm. I'll do anything to spite someone. So, speaking of Danielle, uh, once to date, has no interest in speaking to men. <laughs> Which like, same, but like. <laughs> it's a scary world out there. <sighs> she was over the other day, which <laughs> I was just like feeding dinner and like doing bath and like doing mom things. And she was just like. I, we probably said, like, a hundred words max in the few hours she was over here. And she was like, let's get so scary boy. She's like, this is so fun. <laughs> like, we all need friends like that. But she goes... That's a green flag right there. I, ta- I talked to a guy. Like, I, had a co- I, like, started talking to a guy. It lasted 48 hours, which is a new record for me. <laughs> I fully... I am here for it. Don't lower your standards. But it's so funny. She also decorates for Halloween in August. And I would be willing to bet... Those come down before Halloween because she's over it. <laughs> Maybe if you start a month later, you won't be over it before. <laughs> but she's ready for it now. She's a black cat, so Pepper is Halloween decorations. Mm. <laughs> when you buy a cat to use as a decoration. <laughs> she, she ended up with a cat. Like, they were watching a cat for her sister's, like, work friend or something like that. And she just grew attached to her. And then when they went to take her back, Danielle was like, no... My cat and Pepper, it's so funny. They have, like, they're like Samson and I. Like, they have such a close relationship. She's so funny. If you hear the fizzing, it's not Diet Coke. It's Coca-Cola Zero Sugar because they were out of Diet Coke. Just another, just another great part of my day. Can you have anything go right today? No. (laughs) I'm here. This is a good part of your day, right? (laughs) Does it answer the question? Oh, yes. This is a, sorry, I was correct. This is the best part of my day. Because when I went to pick my son up, he cried that I was taken away from his go-go. So. Oh, and then we're like in the car. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Theodore doesn't say mama. Um, unless he's like in deep distress. Um, so we're on the way home and I like try to talk to him on the way home so he doesn't fall asleep in the car. And I was like, are you so excited to see Samson? And he goes, doggy. <laughs> Which, like, yeah, you're so smart. But you can't say mama? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell me? Oh, and he's, like, in this, oof. Like, you pick him, oof. <laughs> you tell, I, was, I was telling him no, because he was trying to put the dog toy in his mouth. And he goes, oh. I was like, do you think he's mocking me? 
Most definitely. He's your kid. (laughs) Oh, my next one. Doesn't play board games. Alan helped me with that one. (laughs) I'm sure Alan was offended by that. See, the thing is, I play board games. I'm not a sore loser. I'm great when it comes to that. If I win, I'll ruin friendships. I'm a sore winner. I'll rub it in everyone's face. So I just gotta make sure you don't win. I can do that. Yeah. The problem is I'm also, like, really smart and great. So (laughs) it's inevitable. When we used to play... I know where this stems from. So for most of my childhood, I just had the one silly and the one older brother. And he liked GameCube. And we would play games. And, like, one I remember distinctly is Soul Calibur. And I'd always pick the same character and then just use, like, the same two moves because they were great. They were, you, couldn't, you couldn't attack me and they always did damage. And he would get so mad. So him being a sore loser really, really helped me glow all the time. <laughs> and it's just something I've carried on with the rest, for the rest of my life. It's really funny because Ryan's family likes to play board games and stuff at Christmas. And we usually leave right about that time. Oh, yeah. And it's, I think he doesn't like to do it either, and he just uses me. Like, he's like, oh, she doesn't like it. I'm going to have to, like, wear you down, because we are a big board game. Have players. you met me? I'm gonna you think work. you're going to wear me down? I'm going to work. I'm going to turn everyone into not a board game. No. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't steal my joy. Please. Uh, we're going to have to pretend at one point, because Theodore can't go through life not playing board games, right? Yeah, he's, that's he's, like a very... That's what, that's what you'll do at once every other week or so, he'll come over and play board games with you and we'll go on a date. All right. That sounds great. And then, like, once every other week or so, the kids will come over and learn how to trash talk with us <laughs> while you just go Oh, no. <laughs> oh. You guys right, come I'm pick him up it. and Jack walk up and be like, what's up, Nark? <laughs> you probably would even right now. Like, oh, my gosh. Do you think the results of our poll are in? Ooh. So, speaking of... For those of you who don't know, or don't follow us on Instagram, one, you should, there was a uh, picture, a meme posted, and it's two Barbie fairies, and one goes, I don't want to be mean, and that person is on the left, and the other one goes, want me to say it, and that person's on the right. And we had a poll. Which do you think you are? Ashley on the right with, want me to say it, and Valencia on the left with, I don't want to be mean. Or Ashley on the left with, I don't want to be mean. And Valencia on the right with, want me to say it? Um, and I'd like you to know, the results are 100 to 0. That Val is the, I don't want to be mean, friend. And I'm the, want me to say it, friend? <laughs> oh. uh, s- starting with the fact that my mother-in-law was the second person to vote on it against me. <laughs> <laughs> Which, she's not wrong. <laughs> it's like, does it feel like it's calling you out, though? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. But not in a bad way. <laughs> I understand. That's also my husband. I don't want to be mean. You say it. <laughs> oh, where did I put... Oh. I did like that you um, put dates and asked people if they liked them in your poll on Instagram. How's that going? Oh, let me see. Oh, let me vote no real quick. Ew! I just saw the results. 60% said Yes. 20% said no. 60% of you are wrong. Okay? Dates are gross. Is that one of my friendship red flags? <laughs> Just like, like dates. dates. <laughs> I won't eat them like by themselves. So I had three on my personal one. I had three people put yes. One person put no. And one person has never had them. I put no. <laughs> <laughs> you would. <laughs> uh... I don't like cook with them or like I've never had them by themselves. So honestly, I can't say I like them by themselves. But the snacks that they get to have dates in them. They just have such a distinct taste. I don't mind it, I guess. Yeah, that's a red flag. Hate that for you. (laughs) Uh, Maisie's largest red flag is works at a dog rescue, sends me pictures all day long, and then talks me out of getting a second dog. Who does that? It's, it's your, literally of silence your job to adopt out dogs. <laughs> She's like, but not to you. <laughs> She's like, sweet baby Samson couldn't handle it. And her god, so she is Theodore's godmother. And her red flag as a godmother is, she's the best godmother, but she doesn't always have that bald guy with her. And he loves that bald guy. It's, it's her husband. Her oh. husband's bald. <laughs> uh, Liam. And he just, he's all about Liam. Theodore's a real guy's guy. Yeah. And we 
Sunday, uh, Ryan had some family up from California, and Ryan's cousin, she's younger than us, she's still in college, and uh, Theodore just, boom, connected with her. He was like, I like you. She was showing him pictures of her cat on his, her iPad. He was all about it. She was playing with his dump trucks by putting things in it and then, like, pulling the thing up and dumping it out. He thought it was the funniest thing. He gave her snuggles. He Aww. gave her a hug. I better not be replaced. Theodore's <laughs> <laughs> uh, got room for everyone. Yeah. What other ones do you have? Um, complains about their husband golfing but secretly wants to go every time. That's you. That's, That's me. not me. Let's clarify that I'm right so now. I'm so good at it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would make him look like trash if That's I That's your big him. dick energy. <laughs> yeah. I have zero interest in golfing. Oh. I don't even want to be like a cart girlfriend. I want to hit it farther than him. I want to be like better than him. It's like a challenge. I don't know. I don't know if that's hard to be better than him. I think the bar's low. Hey, he can, says you, can every- you take your car keys to the second <laughs> hole? Because he can't. Every time he goes, he comes back and he says, oh, I played like trash. I was like, aren't you supposed to get better? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's now my fault. I couldn't concentrate. I lost my keys. And I was like, be yeah. more responsible. Ryan texts me, Alan lost his keys. And all I could think of was, oof, Val's going to kill him. Would, no, I immediately, once he texted me and said, I was like, what are you going to do? How are you going to get the spare ones? I wasn't going to take it to him. Well, I was putting the like, kids in the bath. Ryan texted me and goes, I might have to take him home. I said, does he have a spare set of keys? And he was like, yeah. I was like, you make sure you wait for him and take him out so Val doesn't have to get the kids out. And he goes, oh, I will. And then he was, Ryan came home and was talking about it. And he had told Alan that if he needed to ride home, he would bring him back. And I was like, oh, you don't have to do that. And I was like, did you look at him? be like, my wife actually told me I did. <laughs> Could you imagine if Ryan looked at me and said, I know the baby's like in bed, but like you need to get him out. I'd be like, you have two feet. Call someone else. Yeah. Use those Honda two feet. Let's go. I feel like being friends with me is a red flag. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a sign of mental instability on your part. And you should really work on that. How? You're my therapist. I'm supposed to ask you. That is the blind leading the blind straight down a bad path. I don't know any better. Like, whatever. I don't know. I can get really deep. Yeah, you really do, like, hit you, hit you hit right me. in the feels. You, like, hit me with a bat sometimes. I think it's because, like, I'm not afraid to say the things that people don't want to say. Yeah. Because, like, I think a lot of the times, like, you really need to hear them. I do, for sure. So I don't like it in the moment sometimes, but you make me think about things that I... This is going to go in a whole other direction. Well, we already, know it's, we already know it's going to end up serious. You make me think of things I wouldn't consider in the moment. That's why, like, the red flag I have of, like, I asked your advice after because I know sometimes I don't... I know you're going to... Well, like, I think the thing with that situation was you told me after you did it, so I couldn't talk you out of it, maybe? Or because like, I think you were worried I was going to be upset. A little bit of both, I think. But you're, like, the best friend, and you support me and disagree with me at the same time. (laughs) I'm here for you, but you're wrong. (laughs) I'll support you. What did I say? I'll support you no matter what, because I support women's rights, but more importantly, I support women's wrongs, which is what this is. (laughs) (sighs) No. So, let's just, let's briefly touch into our serious one, because I feel like this is going to be our Wait, Well, I've got one more non-serious one. No, go right ahead. Doesn't reply, like, so if we're having a conversation and I either don't know what to say or I either forget, I just don't reply. I just didn't reply to your last text because I knew you'd be over here later, so I feel that. <laughs> I do that so much that I'm like, uh, okay, well this conversation's over, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> just, wait I have I <laughs> just wait till I have something else and then we'll just talk about that. Ugh. Biggest red My flag red flag is me. like, I, I use the reactions. To end the conversation. <laughs> Anytime anyone uses a thumbs up reaction, I'm like, "We're are we not friends anymore? Jill all the time. <laughs> you did that to my picture and I was like, oh, I made her mad. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's like, oh, don't try to talk me into golfing you with you guys. know I have like past trauma. You can't trauma. go golfing with our husbands, but I'm not interested in things. I'm like, that's how you know I have like past trauma from friendships. Because like anytime they would send a thumbs up, that meant they were mad or something. <laughs> oh, speaking of... <laughs> Um, my boss will respond all the time with like a thumbs up 
And uh, <laughs> a few, so this is back in June. Um, we go into work and I work up in the upstairs office and there's like a little kitchen and we used to have another like section of our company up there with us and they moved them downstairs temporarily. And, uh, one of the girls came up there to put her lunch in the fridge and her purse caught the fire extinguisher and knocked it off and it went off. Oh no. So I come into work and Travis, um, comes and stops me and he goes, hey, you guys can't go upstairs. The fire extinguisher got set off. Which one? This poor girl. I feel like she's one of those people who like all these like little things happen to that's like not great, but they're not like, but like, it's like, like so close to pushing you over the edge. I feel like Shelby sits on the edge of like one little thing. Um, But, uh, and usually, I feel like usually that thing is me. (laughs) Not intentionally. I'm so sorry. Um... So I text my boss because I, like, it was like, it was after eight. We, no one in my team was getting started. And I text my boss because he was out that day. And I said, sorry to disturb you, but uh, shall we actually knock the fire extinguisher off in the break room? We can't go upstairs. Travis is working on it, but I'm not sure when we'll be able to get on. And me and my coworker, Mary, were talking and we're like, oh, he's just going to reply with a thumbs up. He did it. He called me. We talked, like, in just a thing. And then he, I texted him. I said, oh, by the way, you know, we've got it fixed. Thumbs up. <laughs> Which, like, it's, I love that. Uh, See, when it's predictable, it's fine. But whenever you do it out of the blue. Because I had, the only other boss I've ever texted with was Tom, and I was his assistant, and he did it all the time. So, I just, to me, it's it's like one of those things that's, like, so funny. But speaking of not texting back, I'm using air quotes left and right. Um, (laughs) We probably can't record this because of my facial expression alone. (laughs) (laughs) Pulls out my camera. (laughs) But... We were talking about a post that's, like, kind of gone viral that you see all the time. And we're going to read it, and we're going to talk about why it just grinds my gears. I can't wait to hear this. Okay, so I'm going to read the whole post. And just hear me out. Hear me out to the end. So the post is this whole, we aren't friends because she didn't check on me, or she didn't support me, or she never reaches out first. Narrative sucks. Women are out here struggling every day to just stay above water, every second of every day, fighting their own battles. There are women out here going through divorces, abuse, major depression, financial trouble, family trouble, relationship trouble. Are those all the same thing? (laughs) Health issues, work issues, death, and mental illness, and they're supposed to constantly check in on you in order to be your friend. My friendship doesn't have requirements. My friendship doesn't have contingencies. My friendship doesn't have obligations. You don't have to call every day. If it doesn't have guidelines or quotas, as long as it's organic, unforced, and non-toxic, you'll forever have my love and support. I agree with the sentiment of this, 100%. I agree with this idea that we don't have to be in constant com- like uh, communication every single day. Because that's insane. You know, we are. We're mothers. We're wives. We're people. We're workers. We're even worse. We're stay-at-home moms. And who has the time to think if you're doing that? Right. <laughs> things. Um... And I agree the sentiment is there, but I've noticed this trend of people who are actually just bad friends use this as an excuse. Well, see, it's the people that don't do this. They don't, like, give the effort either. No, well, that's it. They, it's, like, so, like, that's it. It's, like, one-sided. No, you don't have to check in with me. I'm not expecting you to check in with me. If you're struggling. By no right. means. But this idea that your friendship doesn't have requirements, that's already wrong because apparently it does. My right. The requirement is that I can't ever need you because you have things going on. So I can never need you. Right. And like, it's just this idea that we've said, oh, you don't, you don't have to check it on me and we can stay friends. And I disagree with that absolutely if there is nothing like if there's no bad blood you'll always have my love and support there are people that i am no longer friends with i wouldn't admit i wouldn't say i'm friends with that i will cheer on for the rest of my life yeah but that we're not friends that's not friendship is not this i'll get back to you when i have time you gotta make time you ha- that's exactly to you. it's a relationship and i don't you don't need to make time every day but you should be checking in on your friends yeah but it's like you said And it's, like, people are going through, like, depression and struggles and stuff. Like, your friends should be there for you during that. You shouldn't have to beg for them to, like, get you, like, be there to support you. And it's, like, this idea, like, we always, we talk about when we don't text back. Yeah. But if I see you ten text messages in a row, you're going to answer at least one of them. 
whether, and the thing is, it's not even like 10 text messages back to back, but I've had friends who I would text over the course of six months, 10 times without ever hearing a response and then post this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's not friendship. And that's like, I get it. People struggle and I don't ever want you to go underwater trying to be my friend. Right. But this idea that like your life is so all consuming and all absorbing that you can never be present to be a friend, but people should still be your friend. Right. But it's like, it says like when you're going through all those things, like if you're struggling that they don't want you you to expect them to reach out to you. But, like, if I'm drowning, I'm not going to reach my hand out to somebody who doesn't care about me any other day of the week. Exactly. And, like, that's the thing. is like, I don't, if you're drowning, I don't expect you to reach out to me. You would but know if I'm drowning. drowning 365 yeah. days. It, hey, if you are, maybe I shouldn't say that. There are people yeah. who are. But, but I'm like, like if, you're, if you're drowning, your friends would know. Exactly. So. You, and, like, I, I truly agree with that. And, like, I think what's hard for me is, like... I I am someone who wants the same level of investment that I give. And that doesn't make the person who's not prepared for that a bad person. And right. I think that's like I think that's a big notion that makes these things. That's where so communication comes said. in. Like be able to talk about what you expect or how you feel. I well I think that's it. It's like again, the sentiment behind this, the idea behind this is so, is so valid and so true. And I don't want to like put the message out there that I think that that sentiment is wrong. Because most people say, hey, we're living our own life, so we can't talk. Every-. Like, it truly comes down to, like, we can't be the friends we were when we were 16. And right. I don't think anyone in like expects that. But I think there's also this negative connotation of, I want this from a friendship. And then person B saying, I can't give that. And then negative, and instead of saying... Okay, well, we just simply aren't meant to be friends at this point in our life. And walking away, there's this negative connotation because a friendship ended. It's like the idea that breakups can't be good. Right. Like, it's just not, it's not... You don't want that one friend sitting there wondering, why aren't, why isn't this person involved in my life? And if they tell you they can't be, then you have, like... Well, and I think that's, like, another thing is, like, there are levels to it. Like, don't get me wrong. But... They're just, like, if you expect a level of friendship and, like, the other person can't provide it, you don't have to lower your expectations mm-hmm. to be friends with them. And vice versa. If someone expects something out of, you, out of you that you don't want to or can't give, don't try. Don't yeah. drown yourself trying. Mm-hmm. Just, it's okay to walk away. It's okay to pick things up. There are friends that I have dropped friendship, I've dropped communication with, and picked up later on in life. Mm-hmm. There are very, very few friends that I have bad blood with, or past friends that I have bad blood with. I mean, I probably, maybe one, and like even, I so I had this friendship throughout high school that was like a very high school friendship and like very toxic, and we spent, we lived close together, we spent every day together, we were essentially each other's only friend. Like ate lunch together, talked to no one else, text all day long, saw each other every single day, that kind of friendship. And this is, like, definitely, like, a what do they call it now, a canon moment. This is, like, a key defining moment in my life. One day we're at the vending machines, and she looks at me and she says, I, uh, you're too negative and I don't want to be friends with you anymore. We're in high school, um, but I didn't have any other friends. I didn't have anyone else because of this friendship. And she just walked away from me, and it was, like, one of the saddest things I ever went through. It was, like, incredibly lonely. But the thing is, I don't fault people. Obviously, that friendship was no longer serving her. That wasn't the painful part. The painful part was I had been in, like, a toxic relationship prior to this. And we had broken up after he had, like, kind of, like, well, he had repeatedly cheated on me and other things. And he was with, like, one of the girls that was, like, a really big problem in our relationship. And she was, like tweeting about me behind like like subtweeting because that was like really popular in high school and like all like constantly tweeting about me and I remember one day someone had showed me that girl had tweeted about me and my former best friend had responded making fun of me and the color of coat I was wearing because I have this yellow coat one I look fucking bomb in yellow (laughs) I have red hair like it's yeah but it's making fun of like the fact that I was wearing a yellow coat and she had responded and the thing is 
I think about that every time I have a problem in a friendship. And it's like one of these like really canon moments of the impact that people have on you. Mm -hmm. Now, knowing that this is like a very traumatic moment for me, um, we tried to reconnect after high school. We went and had Panera and she was pregnant and had morning sickness. And the thing is, I don't even hate her. I, and I tried to give the friendship another go, but I don't think it, I don't think it would have served either of us. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I went through this phase of like, how could you call me negative? All you ever do is complain. But that didn't serve me. And it just, it did just make me negative. It just, it made it all true. And I don't hate her. Like I would, if she reached out to me, I would respond to her. It's, I have no hard feelings towards her knowing that the way she treated, to me, what was like one of the most important relationships of my adolescence, my teenage years, and just kind of like not only threw it away, like walked away from it, but she then like poured gasoline on oh, it. Oh, yeah. And like that, and here's the thing, if she would have made fun of me with anyone else, it would have been different. And it's like one of these things of like, if I can forgive that person but you, but like, I can't walk away from our friendship because you're not pouring into it without being the bad guy. That's like probably, that's like gotta be some inner work. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. It's like, I don't need you to be upset. I don't need you to feel sorry. I don't need you to pour more in. You don't have it and that's okay. But you also shouldn't sit there and expect people to be your friend when you're not giving anything to the friendship because they are. It's like expecting to be in a relationship with your like a significant other, giving nothing to the relationship because you're too busy. That's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. There are relationships. Friendships are relationships. Acquaintances aren't. And I think that's like something that like that's how the poet. It always rubs me the wrong way. Of like you want this level of loyalty and commitment and like shoulder to lean on that comes with the friendship without doing any of the work of a friendship. Is that Terry? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to answer it. Love you, Terry. It never fails. (laughs) We love it. So I also want to add to that. If you think about acquaintances, those can turn into friendships, right? You put in the work. To become a friendship, why would you think, just like in marriage or whatever, the work does not stop. I mean, it no. doesn't have to feel like work. You, not necessarily. Oh, it like, is. Um, it's, it's so work. But it's like, just because you become friends doesn't mean you just stop caring altogether. You give no effort and just expect them to keep up with the friendship. Like, I, I'm into, like, matching energy. If 100%. I will give what you give. And if I, you're not giving any, well, it's very noticeable because... And I think that's like probably, it probably is, this is probably like a specific issue to me because I am someone who gives so much to my friendships that when you stop giving and I match your energy, it feels like I'm like, like it feels like I'm mad at you. It, yeah. I'm sure that's how a lot of, but it's not that. You want to put our friendship down and I don't want to ask you to carry a plate that you can't juggle. And right. I think that's like very like, so I feel like the need, I do, I did have a, I don't want to say former friend because that's not at all how I view her. She posts stuff like this and I know she is someone who is generally overwhelmed. I know she is someone who her life gets more than she can juggle. Um, And we've put our friendship down more than once. And I think what was like the hard, like what's the hardest about this last time is We've always just picked it up. We've never addressed, we've never acted like there was this bad blood or anything like that. But I reached out to her recently just to, ch- just to check in on her. I hadn't talked to her since I think Theodore was like born. She's seen him once. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, in both of my weddings. And she's seen Theodore once. And I wasn't angry with her, but I just reached out. And she sent me this text of like apologizing that things got weird between us. And I think that's like, that hit me because to me they weren't weird. To me, she had to put our friendship down, and I understood, but I wasn't going to hold it up. And she had never expected that of me before. And so then I started to backtrack. Did I do something different? And that's absolutely not what it was. We just had to put our friendship down because that was a plate she couldn't juggle. I'm not judging her for that at all. Right. She's got three times the kids I do. Um, 
so it's just one of those things of like that like our friendship, our relationship is, I mean, it's over a decade old at this point. We've been friends since we were 15, but we've put it down two, three, four times. And sometimes it's a year, sometimes it's six months. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, I mean, it, it's going to end up being longer. But I'll never stop cheering for her success. And there is zero bad blood between us. And she's someone that when this message has a sentiment behind it, like she's for the sentiment. Because mm-hmm. she, she's not expecting me to like do, hold our friendship up. And like, I think that's it is like, I feel like I see a lot of this and I feel like women are especially bad about it because we do value friendships. I feel like we do significantly more than men. And so I feel like when they end, it hurts a lot more. Yeah. And so like, I think that like for me is like, things don't have to be friendship ending. Like you can put a pause on them. Yeah, because people grow. Other things just be friendship ending. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) People grow at different rates. And, you know, if you aren't growing at the same, but you might catch up at some point, that's perfectly okay. Like, you don't have to wish well on people, or wish. (laughs) You don't have to wish ill on people in your past. Right. Like, just, like, and that's just it. It's like, I don't wish the girl who... You know, like, I know it sounds dramatic, but, like, destroyed me. I don't wish her ill. Yeah. I'm, like, a forgive and move on type person. I don't forgive. It's not that. I feel like it's, like, a peace thing. Like, I just, like, I have to just, like, be over what happened and move on. Like, just because you forgive someone. I'll heal in hell. (laughs) I'm, like, I'm not a forgive and forget. I will never forget a lot of things. Yeah. So I've, I'm a forgive and move on. Like, I can just make peace with what happened. I can't change what happened. I can move on and try to heal from it. But I can't, like, I can't... I can make peace with myself, but I have no interest right. in making peace with you. Right. Well, yeah. You don't have to, like... You can make peace within yourself. Like, I did a lot of wrong things in relationships oh, and friendships. Oh, hell yeah. And I can forgive, like, a lot of the things about it. And, like, by doing that, by healing and being better. And... I can still just move on. I don't have to go backwards. I think that's, like, one of, like, the biggest life lessons I've learned is, like, when something goes wrong, I'm learning to look at myself Mm -hmm. first. Because God knows I make my mistakes. I am not perfect. I have been the reason Mm -hmm. for a lot of friendships ending. It's me. It's not the other person. And I can acknowledge that. I think a lot of people get caught up in that. And so when they're done with that, they never turn and say, oh, maybe it was the other person. I know that sounds like really toxic, but sometimes it is the other person. But sometimes, like, if they blame you, they'll keep that narrative of you as if you can't ever grow from it. And I think that's, like, a really, like, key, like, difference you and I have is not that, I don't want to say that you care, but you kind of care about what the narrative of you is. I do, a lot. And for me, what they have to say about me is not my business. If they can't say it to my face, it's not my business if we no longer have communication. See, but my problem, not problem, my thoughts on that are if there are people who have this narrative of me and they're spreading it to people I... But I think that's it. It's like the people who know you, whether it's family or friends or whatever, if they're going to believe an untruth about you Mm -hmm. or this narrative that you don't agree with, they're going to really, believe it. They yeah. don't, it, it. But here's the thing. It's like, it doesn't matter. Because, like, for me, you either know me or you're going to believe that. That's and true. I don't... It's I'm not at your this responsibility. Point, it's, to, not my, it's not my yeah. responsibility anymore. Especially if I've tried to make amends or tried to see someone's, like, side. But it's like... When, like, you end a relationship and, like, one person goes and talks bad about that person or about, like, let's just say, like, we'll pretend like I did this. Like, I talked bad about my ex-husband and I talked bad about his new girlfriends and I talked bad about this and I talked bad about that. He can't spend forever cleaning up the narrative I'm spinning. Mm -hmm. And, like, why would you want to convince someone, if they're going to believe it, why, like, why would you then spend your energy convincing them it's wrong? It's, like, my thing. It's, like, when I was younger... 
I all day long. It, bo- it bothered me to no end what people said about me. And it bothered me to no end when people believed it. But then it's like you hit a point where you know who you are. You have to like find this resolve in yourself and the people around you. And I feel like Danielle has like been a victim of like narrative spinning about her a lot. Um, just because this guy she used to see is the worst and very toxic. So everyone he dates kind of gets oh, sucked yeah. in this toxic cycle. And so like she would, I mean, she had the like, guy, there was like a, time where someone was spreading her work picture and talking bad about her and it ate her until the day it did it until like the day she realized I know the truth and like she was able to look around and be like Haley believes me because Haley knows me Ashley believes me because Ashley knows me and those who don't don't need to know me anymore yeah and I think that's like definitely like a key sign of getting older because when you're younger it's so, it's so consuming what people think of you and, like, what's being said about you. But then there just, like, reaches a point where you're like, okay, my energy can't be spent correcting this narrative. Yeah. And it can't be spent with people who believe this narrative. Whew. The dick is, I, we yeah. knew it would. Oh, we knew nice. it would. So do you have any more, like... Serious ones. I have like one red serious. Uh, a serious one or an unserious one. Serious. I'm I'm out after this next one. <laughs> Go ahead and tell me what your serious um, one is. If they complain about you to everyone, or they complain about they everyone, complain to about you, everyone to you, and they, they're not saying anything about you, they complain about you to everyone. Yeah. That's like I feel that in my bones, and I don't mean like someone like, ugh, they. <laughs> This is just an example. Please don't feel attacked because I absolutely okay. didn't say this. They, they got too hungover and missed our podcast session. Oh, no. <laughs> I was worried about that. Val. I'm so um, sorry. No, but like if I, I got to say that. Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> was I know punishment you enough. If I said that and then moved on to them, that's like one thing, right? Like venting about like a little thing or that. Yeah. But if it's like all they do is this and this and this and this and this. Yeah. And then all this person does is this, this, and this, and this. Pay attention. Because people who talk only about other people are talking about you. Yeah. And, like, I definitely feel this way. Like, I'm observant about around the people I keep around, about the other people they keep around, too. Like, you and I have had this conversation. Of, like, it kind of makes you stop. And, like, if you're friends with someone, and it's fine, like, you know, like, but everyone else around them are, let's gossips and like make mm-hmm. naysayers and they're constantly discussing that know you're getting discussed in that room too yep. and it sounds extreme but it like if you're if you're someone who I think for you someone who like does very much care about your narrative and I don't think it's I don't want to like pretend like it's wrong to care about your narrative because it's not there are different p- positions in life where you have to mm-hmm. um but if like for you it would be bad if everyone around me was discussing you when you weren't in the room, because then it, then it like feels that and spreads that. Yeah. And but it's like if you're in the room and you're letting that happen, like red flag. That's that same was, for like family. Like if you're talking about somebody and you're they're like you're close to someone, but you're letting it happen, red flag. Well, that's like that's another thing. Is like. I don't have friends that come to me and say, well, yeah, this person said this, this, and this about you. Because the first thing I would say to them is, and why do they feel comfortable saying that to you? Right. But it's like the difference in conversation. Like, if it's stuff that you would say to someone's face. Yeah. Like, that's stuff, like, you talk about. Like, but if it's something you will not say to someone's face, you should not be saying it. Well, and here's the thing. No, like, no one, you shouldn't have friends that other people feel comfortable shit-talking you to. Yeah. Because that tells you, like, we've all had the friend in high school where it's like, oh, I was talking to so-and-so today, and they said that you were this, and you were that, oh, and yeah. you were this. Why did they feel okay saying that to you? What have you led them to believe about our friendship that they felt okay saying that to you? Yeah, that's red flag. <laughs> and some, sometimes it's just that that person has no... Empathy. or Well, like, the, or... the person who talks has no general understanding yeah. of anything like that. But it's just, 
you do have to be cautious of who you give your energy to. I think as a person, as a mother, like we don't have extra energy to spare. And I think instead of this narrative of like, well, I'm not getting to my energy, but that doesn't mean we can't be friends. It becomes this er thing of, you know what, this friendship actually isn't a good use of my energy. And that's okay. You're not a bad person for it. I'm not a bad person for it. But this friendship doesn't serve a purpose. And so it's no longer. And I think it kind of goes back to this declutter your life, declutter your contacts, declutter your friends, declutter this. Acknowledging what's not there instead of minimizing it, I think is really important. Yeah. Not a doctor. I like literally that's gonna be our first merge. Just gonna say not a doctor because right. I've said that like almost every episode. <laughs> it's our new tagline. We're not doctors, <laughs> but feel free to take our advice. Not a therapist. <laughs> She's only my therapist. No one else's <laughs> therapist. Wait till I get an actual therapist. And They're I'll gonna be like, like, "Do you know how bad that is?" <laughs> no, I'll be like, I'll talk to them. I'm like, okay, wait, I'm gonna go ask ask Ashley real quick if Can she we agrees. Can you do friendship therapy? <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is the most uh, messed up set of friends I've met in my entire life. <sighs> I just, it's it's funny because, like, obviously, like, the, just the very nature that I feel comfortable, like, joking about, like, these unserious red flags with my friends is, like, so, so indicative of how, like, close and safe my friendships feel and are because I don't have red flags. I don't have real red flags. Like, what am I going to say? Danielle, red flag that she has supported me, even though when we met, I was a single crazy friend that could do everything with her, and now I'm a married mother, and she comes over and doesn't talk to me, and just hangs out. Like, uh, how We're amazing... We're do a green flag episode. How amazing is Danielle that she's like, nope, oh, pivot, got this. How amazing is Maisie, who, like, has this, like, way more adventurous life um, than me, but has agreed to take my child if something happens to us. That's amazing. I know. And, like... I'm like, how amazing is Cora for being, like, the... Well, she they were just dating, her and Franklin, but we lived together, and she helped me raise my daughter for the first year of her life. Exactly. Amazing. That's, like... And that's, like... That's it, is, like... We have these amazing friendships. Like, but... Most of my friendships are new. Maisie and I were... We became friends, I think, 19 or 20... You and I haven't even been friends for two years. Danielle and I have been friends for three years. Cassie and I, no, no, we've been friends <laughs> since we were 15. And Cassie and I have definitely, like, grown through the, like, we've grown. Like, it's, this is a full life partnership at this point. We have seen each other in every aspect of our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, when she got pregnant with Maya. And when she found out she was still pregnant with Maya. And then when she found out she was pregnant with Milo. Like, that was, I feel like, to me, and it may just be because, like, I remember it more clear, that was scary. To the point of, like, I call her at 7 a.m. on a Saturday screaming that I'm pregnant. (laughs) And when Cassie met me, I didn't want kids. When Cassie had kids, I didn't want my own kids. We've, we've, We've matched distance and we've matched time. But that's just, like, Cassie and I's friendship is the exception. It's not the rule. And it's okay. It's okay for friendships to end. And it's okay for you guys not to hate each other. And acknowledging that is probably better for you than saying, I just can't check in on you. Because at some point you still feel obligated to. And I don't ever want to be an obligation, like a chore in a friendship. I want my friends to be excited to talk to me. Which is, actually, I do have one more unserious reflective face. <laughs> she was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like waiting. Do you have any more? No, okay. I don't. I don't have, I, I think that's just like, I don't have serious yeah. red flags. Other than the like, pay attention to the, like, again, yeah. if they're going to talk about other people, they're going to talk about you. It's like obvious things that you should like. Yeah. But, you know, when you're in a friendship for so long, you kind of like start to overlook things like that. And then you, like, wonder where it goes wrong. And you're like, then you have to sit there and think, like, oh, 
that's yeah. Oh, wait, they did. I do let that. all I these things thought, happen. I just thought they would never. I think that's it. I never, I never thought, thought they do me. it to me. Yeah, hundred percent. They do it to you too. Yeah. What the heck was that? that? Like a fart. To be honest, that's like when when I'm watching my nephew. He's, it's never mind. Fart farts all day long. That's what it sounds I'm like. The- I'm putting Theodore like in his diaper and stuff, and he's like, I'm like swearing he's pooping because they stink so bad. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? He's just giggling. He thinks it's, he thinks he's already at the age where he thinks too. It's funny. He took his first steps this weekend. Stop. Yep. You didn't tell me. Yeah, like literally, because it's all he like he t- he took two steps and he was done with standing and walking. He's like, ah, just so tired. Yep. It's so exciting. Is it? He'll be walking before his birthday, I bet. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't cry. I'm okay. Both my kids walked like a week before their birthday, so well, it's normal. I'm tethering my child to yours. <laughs> I'm gonna... <laughs> They're going to drag him around. They, they don't stop running all day long. You want to see. Well, I, I don't know. Well, I, I am gonna we need to race them. <laughs> see who's faster. <laughs> I'm going to tether him and Samson together. Oh. Um, Might as well just get a saddle for your dog. He cannot stand when people like st- like as I stand over him all the time, and he'll go between your legs. Yeah, he cannot stay when you stand on him. Like when I set Theodore on his back, he just wants to kiss Theodore. Aww. Yeah, it's the worst. Well, you've got any friendship funny friendship red flags? Yeah, or even serious. If you have serious things to say about us, just don't. It'll hurt our feelings. <laughs> At least mine, anyway. Uh, uh, drop them in the comments of our post, or I don't know. Can they comment on our podcast? You can put it in the reviews. Oh yeah. yeah. You probably should do it on Instagram, though. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I I tell you guys to respond. rate and review. Yeah. Every episode, and I just checked them for the first time today. So <laughs> love all the five stars. But if you message us or comment on anything, we will, we will reply to you. Yeah, we will. We love feedback. We do. As long as it's nice. Val has nothing to do all day. <laughs> Thanks. Forget you have three kids now all day long. Yeah, it's the best. Well, you'll hear from us again later. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Our our closings just get more awkward every time. (laughs)